Hi, this is Mishko Matt here in the jungles of Borneo. And I'm watching large ants try to get into the colony of these fairly... Hold on, let me catch my breath. The large ants. Trying to get into these nests or these colonies of these small ants. These small ants, ooh. Ooh, I don't know if you can, you can't, well, you can see that because it's, it's audio, but let me tell you what's happening. These little ants, they're, putting out this sticky substance. They're kind of exploding a little bit. Hmm. It smells a little bit like curry, actually. What I just described are tree-dwelling ants up on the leaves of trees almost 200 feet up, or about 60 meters. There are 15 species of these types of ants. They're called exploding ants. Can you believe it? They sacrifice themselves. When they explode, they're not exactly like balloons. They don't make a bunch of noise. But what they do is pretty remarkable. They, well, we'll get into it. But there are 15 species of these exploding ants, self-sacrificing ants. What I noticed about these ants is that when they feel threatened, like their colony is at risk, they give a warning sign. They take their little ant rumps, stick them in the air, almost like a scorpion, as if to say, stay back. And even though these ants are fairly small and larger ants or other creatures may come near, those other creatures had better pay attention because these ants do something really remarkable. If the other ant or creature, like a weaver ant, and they're kind of enemies, if they don't listen to the warning, what the exploding ant does is bite the other creature and then tighten their abdomens so much that they rupture. And out comes this yellow, gooey substance that's sticky and it gets onto the other animal and it's very unpleasant. Entomologist Alice Lassini, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, but she has a PhD. She mentioned that from her own experiences with the ants, it gave her the impression that the goo had a distinct and not unpleasant smell, strangely reminiscent of curry. <laughs> if you've ever had Indian curry or Thai curry, it has a smell sort of in that genre. These ants, they explode their abdomens onto an enemy and sacrifice their lives but it's to defend the greater good, the colony, the nest, all the others. They're willing to do this because they are not out for themselves. They're thinking of the entire colony as a whole. These explosions, however, aren't the only unique adaptation that these ants have. The bigger soldier ants have enlarged heads with raised shield-like sections that are circular and flattened at the top. 
These oddly shaped heads can be used to create a plug or a temporary block in the openings of their nests. These ants care very greatly about their colony, about the whole nest. These exploding ants seem to be effective with what they do, so effective that there is a jumping spider that looks a lot like an exploding ant. It runs around, kind of puts its abdomen up in the air like the exploding ants did for a warning, and it crawls around and it looks more like an ant than a spider. If you were to ask me, is that an ant or a spider? I would say an ant, but it's a spider mimicking these exploding ants because what they do is effective. There are not many examples of sacrifices these days. It seems that many people are living for themselves. This little ant, these little exploding ants are a reminder that there are some organisms that are willing to die because they care about someone or something else. In this case, the colony. But that's it. Once they give their lives, once they rupture their abdomens and that sticky goo gets on the other creature, that's the end of their lives. They're doing it to try to help. Fortunately for you and me, we don't necessarily need to sacrifice our lives to do good for someone else. It might be as simple as not doing something you want to do at the moment, but allowing somebody else to do something that they want to do. That doesn't cost your whole life. It just might be inconvenient for a little bit. But you'll be surprised how good you can feel when you put someone else first. Just this morning, I wrote a card to someone who looked like they were having a discouraging day. It didn't take very much. It was a little time and a little effort to write a note, but I felt good. I couldn't wait to give it to them, and I hope it brings them some encouragement. You can sacrifice for someone else. Again, it doesn't have to be a great thing. It can be simple, but if it's done in caring and love, it will make a difference. Maybe as much for you as for them. It's neat what we can learn about in the natural world. And speaking of natural world, it's time for our mystery sound. What does this sound like to you? Find out if you're correct on our next episode. I'm Moose Jaw Matt. Until next time, keep exploring your world. Wait, wait, we have some things to say to begin with. I want to say happy birthday, Maxwell. I hope you have a fabulous birthday. It's also time to thank our latest supporters on Patreon. All the way from Maine, I want to thank Ansel, Amelia, and Connell. Thank you for your support. And Maine is a beautiful state. I'd like to go visit. Also, from the beautiful state of Oregon, Hannah, Maxwell, Jeremiah, and May. And especially Maxwell, happy birthday! It's your birthday! Woohoo! I hope it's a fabulous one. Thank you so much for your support and interest in the podcast. Well, again, I'm Moose John Matt. Until next time, keep exploring your world! <laughs>